0: What, so, up, what Joe? up Joe?
1: What's going
0: on, sir? About to get into it, 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 man. Start this it, intro. Get a right. right. grace. Here we go. Detroit. Welcome to the D baby. Welcome to another episode of Middle with JL Lee, where we treat you like family. Like welcome to the show. A fellow coolie Alone, a best friend since sixth grade, more like a brother. Former Superintendent, United States Air Force, Stan Evo in the 692nd Intelligence Surve- Surveillance, and Reconnaissance Group. Retired Master Sergeant Joseph A. Morris, Jr. Welcome to the show, family.
1: Hey, man. Good to be here. Appreciate you.
0: Uh, Tell the audience something about you.
1: I am 43 years old, married, one child, one grandchild. Uh, My son lives in Arkansas now. He was in Louisiana for a few years, but he just moved to Arkansas recently to become a game warden. Um, I'm still in the intelligence career field somewhat, but I'm on the communication side now. I don't do analysis anymore. And I'm just happy to be here.
0: Okay. First question, what led you to this path?
1: Uh, I would say my dad, mostly. He used to talk about the Air Force a lot when I was a kid, and that Uh, Plus my dislike of education. I did not like school, (laughs) as you know. (laughs) And I was like hell-bent on not having to go to college. So the Air Force was a great alternative to that. But unfortunately, the first thing they tell you when you join the Air Force is go to college. So...
0: (laughs) <laughs> Couldn't escape, able to too, totally huh? escape. Yeah,
1: <laughs> wasn't able to total, totally escape higher education, but you know how it goes. Okay. My dad—he was a—he was probably the biggest influence because his stories about traveling the world and seeing things other than Detroit or Michigan, for that matter, was like intriguing as a child, and I just wanted to experience something similar in my life.
0: OK, so besides the strong influence of your dad, why not choose one of the other branches besides the Air Force? What's the difference in all of them that made this one more compelling to you?
1: So prior to joining, I would have thought they were all the same, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But after, you know, sitting down with my pops and talking to him about it, like he made it sound like the Air Force was for the smart people, which, as you know, I've never been a dummy. I've on road
0: for life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might I have got some bad
1: grades here and there, but they were pretty much by choice, if you if you want to put it that way. But, yes. uh, yeah, the, the Army and the Marines, like, you don't even have to score as high on the ASVAB test to get into those two. So that tells you there that they're not looking for the brightest people to meet. However, not everybody in the Army and the Marines is dumb don't get it it i'm just saying as far as qualifications go like you don't have to do as well on the test to get in okay and the, the uh i always thought thought you had to have a screw loose to make it through basic training as a marine anyway <laughs> 13 <laughs> weeks of getting <laughs> i mean they had a different level of training so i have thought had thought about, about more... CIA back in the day yeah, if you're trying to do CIA, then the Air Force is your best bet, best way to go, I think, because we got, like, the best intelligence stuff.
0: Okay. I forgot. Appreciate the service you've done for 20 years. 22 years, seven months, oh, 17 days. Oh, my bad. 22 years. Okay. <laughs> so, what obstacles did you face? Uh...
1: the world really just in the civilian world we face that and some for instance you can quit your job tomorrow i can't absolutely leave and i can go to
0: jail for it <laughs> you uh-huh. just
1: get fired
0: um yeah you know. yeah I'm, yeah government don't play around that's the life. <laughs> we fight
1: for the freedoms that you all, you know, enjoy. Like I'm unable to speak badly about the government, or at least the president. Yeah, I know directly I can't speak, to, you know, badly about the president. I'm not sure about congressmen and, and okay. po- other politicians, but like definitely, I could get in trouble for speaking badly about the president.
0: Yeah, well it's makes sense, Commander-in-Chief. Y'all top boss.
1: So, I mean, while y'all out here bad-mouthing President Obama, bad-mouthing President Trump, if I have a a poor opinion of something about them, I have to keep it to myself. I mean, I might be able to speak to my homeboys about it in private, but, like, if anything ever made it out to the public, I could potentially get in trouble.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you got to have them friends to understand GA classified.
1: <laughs> Fourteen, baby.
0: <laughs> nah, the, uh,
1: other stuff. I mean, just like you know, and just remember, I think I'm pretty sure it was you that picked me up from the airport uh, early on in my career, and we got pulled over by. Oh yeah, you, I remember that. You ran a stop sign, <laughs> and I got us out of it with my ID card. <laughs>
0: Yeah, cause you were so happy to be home. The cop had the gun drawn, and one yep. of my side and like, "What's wrong with your man?" Like, "Hey, he coming he, home from basic I, training." Correct. Good. I, you, you and I didn't have my hands on the right. dashboard. Was the crazy
1: thing. And when, when he one cop had his hand on his gun, and the other guy had his hand, his gun drawn, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "That was the first, that might have been the first time I ever been pulled over as, as an adult." And when it happened, I was like dumbfounded because. They were so panicky and they scared the hell out of me, to be honest. Like it was like Yeah. he's like you all right? you don't know the routine? Put your freaking hands on the dashboard. And I was just like, Yeah.
0: That was my third time getting pulled over being young and black. And I could tell you was shook my like, hey. We're gonna give it to God, we're gonna shake it off, we're gonna enjoy our town, you back home.
1: Correct.
0: And we kept so, it moving, we had a hell of a day. Yep. Having having that, you know, uniform
1: doesn't make me any less black than I am and, and that's sad. I, I dealt with racism just like in in the civilian world you guys deal with racism so it happens everywhere
0: it's, and that's still sad especially yeah. giving y'all fight for our country you dealing with that and crap
1: it was just crazy to see how much he turned when I told him I was in the military and showed him my ID card like he just went from
0: ready to attack us to oh mm-hmm. like hey like, it's weird. Oh, you same team, like for real. Yeah. Scary, the stereotypes bro. about us is so jacked up that some of them just assume that until they see, oh you cool. Yep. You know, and it they is. go both ways. The sad thing
1: like is that. that it still happens
0: now. This was uh, like twenty years. Some of the stories my mom told me about I'm like, I should not be living through that in twenty one. Right. Exactly. That's crazy. What did you learn along the way that was invaluable? Say again, you cut out a little. What did you learn learn along the way that was invaluable? Way too much for a a one hour podcast. (laughs) I I learned too much. (laughs) Hey, we could we it goes an hour. We could do a part two if we need to. All right, (laughs) no, but uh. Uh
1: say, I haven't you you didn't send me questions or anything or and I I didn't have anything you wouldn't like you know straight from the hip answers and whatnot.
0: I'm assuming since you didn't send me questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean Someone listening might want to go into the military, and your experience might give them an idea what they might experience. Um, I mean, some of the stuff
1: it hand like the I would say the military in certain things about me, like work work ethic and principles and morals. Okay and just being a good person, like just being a positive entity in the world and not not adding to the negativity in the world i I hate how negative the world is, and you mm-hmm. know that there's so many negativity breeds more negativity, and people are just the whole the last what four year four and a half years five and a half years have just been a lot of negativity, a lot of death a lot of You know, just true, but the military, I would say, I I will say it helped me learn how to uh, be resilient, how to bounce back from negativity, how to bounce back from adversity. Things are going to happen in life that you don't plan to happen and you got to be able to adjust accordingly. So they don't they don't necessarily teach you that in school, I would say.
0: No, that's a skill set to compartmentalize things and stay on task.
1: Yeah, but even if you compartmentalize, with mm-hmm. so much PTSD in the world, like I've, I've spoken to counselors and and I've I've talked to professionals, gotten professional help about my mental state. Not that I was like suicidal or anything, but like just the just your. Mental health is just as important as your physical health, and people underestimate how important it is to be mentally strong, mentally stable, and just be able to deal with life in general because life comes – it can come at a snail's pace at times. It can come at a fast rate. And in either case, you got to be able to to deal with the boredom or deal with the excitement of what's going on. And I think the
0: military teaches you that. Oh, you're right about that, bro, because, I mean – I I learned it with my dad dad, when I was 12 and how it broke apart our family. But I still had to get and graduate college (laughs) and high school and all that. So gangs, dope dealers, trying to recruit and all that, you had to stay on task. Like, okay. And then you learn how, like, I don't know if you know when we was at Cooley, but they didn't really care about the kids that wasn't the honor roll kids. I'm like, dang, y'all just going to not worry about their future? They need to come to us. So I'm like, dang, it's like a lot of life stuff you learn in public school, like, dang, if this is a microcosm of the world, if you ain't showing potential, people ain't really trying to mess with you. Yeah. So I can imagine just on a grander scale being in the military, the stuff y'all y'all deal with. You know you know something weird that I learned being in the
1: military? What's that? I don't I don't know if this carries over into the to the uh civilian world as much, but if you're a hard worker and if you do uh, good work, you know what you're rewarded with in the military? What's that? More work.
0: Oh, no, it's the same.
1: Okay. It's the same, <laughs> like homeboy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Sometimes you feel like, you you know, you're not. You, it, 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 it's almost an incentive not to do as well as you could do because, man, I don't want to do so often awesome that they just keep giving
0: me more work <laughs> man you can man we can do like a series on that because at my job being a, yeah try to be the hardest work in the room your supervisors are always leaning on you for any scenario that come up yeah. like working at wayne state store department oh we need to go take care of this project oh jeff he know how to do all that hey i need you to leave your building come do abc like but what about them they cool, but you sweet with it. Like, don't butter me up, dog. I ain't trying to work that hard. I'm mad working hard, but it's fine. Let me, let me breathe a little bit.
1: Well, I mean, so, I, I would say in the civilian world, you can get a pay raise. I can't. I only pay raise I can get is through promotion. Ah, uh, yeah. So
0: well, you, yeah.
1: If, if in the civilian world, at least you're rewarded with, you know, if you get more work, you get a, a different title, you get a higher salary. Well,
0: like some cases. <laughs> <laughs> ain't always in the civilian world. You're gonna be Price. that hard working. Hey, take this extra 20 grand. Not all the time. It should be. The best worker should be rewarded. Yeah. That make everybody else step their game up, but ain't always the case. It's kinda jacked up. Y'all don't get a you don't get a bonus or nothing, maybe for Christmas or something? Only promotion. Joe, hope we lose connection. Joe, okay. Hello,
1: yeah. Oh, sorry about that. It cut off on. Ah, uh, no
0: problem. We just got more content for them to add to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna be a good one. That's why that stuff happens. <laughs> so, what are some of the benefits after you join the U.S. Air Force?
1: Um, the ones you hear about on TV, you know, education is the biggest one, probably. Traveling the world, getting, you know some kind of specialized training and something that you might enjoy doing on the outside world. They have, you know, it's not just a bunch of people flying planes, which is what most civilians think, but somebody has to fuel the plane. Somebody has to do intelligence. Somebody has to feed the pilots, feed the other people that's working on stuff. The gym, like there's administration jobs. There's tons of jobs. In the Air Force.
0: Now, the Air Force, they don't be on the ships. Do they? y'all be on land?
1: We're on land, but uh, I'm sure they have some jobs that are on ships also. We, okay. we jump out of planes. We. Oh, wow. Uh, a friend of mine was a combat controller. They have parachute jumpers. and Not me. I've only jumped out of one plane. <laughs> and that was crazy enough.
0: Yeah, I could yeah, I can see that one. <laughs> That's a whole new experience right there.
1: Yeah, so the, the GI Bill, when I joined, it was called the Montgomery GI Bill, and now it's called the post-9-11 GI Bill. Um, probably the biggest difference being now you can transfer your GI Bill benefits to dependents, your spouse or okay. Children. So I transfer, and you don't have to do the whole thing. You can transfer it in per- percentages. So my son got half of my GI Bill, and he's already gone to college and used his half, and I still have my half to do what I want with it.
0: And that wasn't always the case. <coughs> Excuse
1: me. Um, for Montgomery GI Bill, you you weren't able to transfer it. You either had to use it or lose it.
0: Oh, okay, that's good. They added to it. Yeah. Now, do all the branches have that
1: education yep. option? Yes, all all military branches have GI Bill benefits. There's so many benefits; they have an entire website dedicated to it. Uh, you heard of the Veterans Affairs? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. The VA, the um, the VA deals with all of our benefits.
0: Okay, now and, oh, go
1: ahead. When you run out of GI Bill, they have additional programs that you can potentially use depending on the situation. Uh, They have something called STEM right now, and it's for science, technology, engineering. And I forget what the M is, but um, ultimately, if your degree is towards one of those uh, curriculums, then you can extend your GI bill by nine months or something. It's, it's a specific amount. I can't remember what the amount is, but you can extend your GI Bill and get this and get the same or similar benefits. So G, GI Bill pays hundred percent tuition for three years or 30 for 36 months total. However, every month you get a housing stipend, depending on if you're going to school online or if you're going to brick and mortar classes. So if you're doing BM classes, then you can get full housing allowance. But if you're only doing online, then you get eight hundred or nine hundred dollars a month, something around that. OK, that's dope. Yep.
0: Now, that that's a hell of a bio they, they gave you when I read through it. And I noticed you had 19 major awards and decorations. And six, Cinco Achievements and Promotions. What is the the SNCO of the year? What is that?
1: That's the Senior NCO. So the ranks are Airman, NCO, which is Non-Commissioned Officer, and SNCO, which is Senior Non-Commissioned Officer. The Senior Non-Commissioned Officer rank is the top tier rank of the enlisted force.
0: Yeah, you had that of the year a few times homeboy. You sound like a goat over there. <laughs> no. Well, one of them. I'm like, one i One of my them. man one. been putting work in.
1: No, there's, there's a bunch of us running around.
0: We <laughs> do. I had to. I mean, I really had to read. Like, wait a minute. This. I know he GI Joe, but he's for real GI Joe. He's been doing some. I'm proud of my boy. He was doing. <laughs> that.
1: Well, thank you, sir. Oh,
0: sure. So. now what? I said you just
1: graduated too, homie. Yeah,
0: thank you, sir. Yeah. Got, got your paperwork dollars. in order? Yeah, look at that bad boy in metal every day. Just waiting on the job to come. Get that paper <laughs> up. Build I
1: this you.
0: platform more. In the studio more. It's coming. Yeah. So what's the difference between a metal and ribbon with one device?
1: Um, the ones that say metal are just singular awards, and then mm-hmm. the ones with devices are uh the same award that I was given more than once, or I oh, earned gosh. more than once, depending on what it was. Some of them I was given, and some I earned.
0: Okay. How would you like being overseas? That experience. I, I enjoyed it. The, <laughs> the, I hit excitement in your voice.
1: The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being overseas, was, I'm still technically I'm overseas, but they don't consider Hawaii overseas. Like I have no overseas benefit, really, being here. If I was in Germany, I would get uh, a housing stipend, and I would get, uh, I think it's up to $120,000 tax free, but no, I still pay full, hundred 100%, 100% taxes over here, being in Hawaii, even though they don't have a lot of the Amenities that you guys have over there. I don't even have a Nike store here. And you know how I am about my sneakers, but that's neither. Yeah, here. you
0: even create an Instagram page for it. I'm like, this boy, he's about that life. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's Maybe hard to
1: But yeah, this overseas life is eye opening in itself because of the different cultures and stuff that you experience. So when I went to, I think my first time overseas was Korea. Yeah. Yeah, it was Korea. And then uh, when I went to Langley, I went TDY, or I went, I got deployed to Saudi Arabia. And being in Saudi Arabia right after 9-11 was, like, to put it like this. I got off the plane. Mm-hmm. And as I'm in the airfield, because it wasn't an airport. <laughs> this was an airfield. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I look over to my right, and I see... P.O.L. tanks, that's petroleum, oil, and liquids. Okay. Uh, P.O.L. tanks that say Bin Laden Industries on it. And me, you know, being a kid from the D, don't know my elbow from my butthole, I something like that says Bin Laden Industries directly after 9-11 and the only thing I know associated with 9-11 is Osama Bin Laden.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, where the hell am I at? <laughs> what, did, what did they just put me in the middle of? <laughs> I was shook.
0: Yeah, we told you he's the boogeyman. We got to get him.
1: Man, but apparently he was estranged from his family. And, like, they weren't proud of, of him at all. And But he he's, he comes from big oil. He's a big, his family makes a lot of money in, in oil.
0: Yeah, Red stuff About that after 9-11, like, interesting. Yep. I still got that Laker blanket you sent me.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I had a few
0: people try to take it. <laughs> like, Hey, um, you ain't even Lakers fan. So you you can't take this. Back up. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So what are you most proud of? And what you accomplished over 20 plus years?
1: That's a good question. Uh, Uh, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm proud of a few things. Um, one, being able to keep it together enough to maintain my marriage. I see a lot of people uh, get married, get divorced, get married again, the kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. My son, I don't have to work. <clears throat> excuse me, worry about him out here in the world. I, I feel like we raised him well enough to. That I don't have to worry about him, you know, per se. No, yeah, he did his thing on him. He was a police officer for you for a few years and he uh just changed over to being a game warden since he had a son and you know, out here tackling people in the streets every day is not the, yes. the healthiest way to live. Yeah, well come home the, more. Nor the safest.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So um, I've been out of the military for two and a half years now and it still literally feels like i just retired last year it it's a weird feeling mm-hmm. but because i still directly work with the air force i still have um access to certain things like i can still get the lists of promotees every time they release you know a list of people getting promoted okay so I look for the folks that I know and I take pride in the people that I know I, I brought up in the Air Force. And I, I, I hope that they continue to do well around the force and that kind of thing. And and a lot of people still reach out to me and say, hey, Sergeant Morris, I, I didn't want anything. I was just thinking about you. How's it going? And just checking on you kind of thing. And that, that makes you feel good. Like people care. And people think that I did a well enough job to even keep in touch in the first place. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, that's real talk right there, player. I mean, I was thinking about earlier when I was coming up with questions. Like, I remember this dude told me he was doing it. And he was in basic training in Texas. Mm-hmm. And you would hit me up like, I need to talk to my mom. like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to call. <laughs> and I'm going to let everybody in my house know, do not go in my room. My man talked to his mom here in basic training.
1: Dad mm-hmm. hang
0: up and they done. And I'm going to do what I do.
1: Yep, call on three-way. That was, that was pre-cell phone
0: hmm <laughs> so and every time hit me up like i already know this i got a number on speed down now hold on mm-hmm. how you doing miss morris i'm gonna holla at y'all later. y'all have fun
1: dude the, you know how bad that was like i had calling cards and i think that it would still try to charge my mom if i used a calling card to call her or something that's why i had to call i can't even remember directly but it was a reason i would call you to get you to patch me through to her
0: <laughs> kind of thing yeah Hey, but it was we, something we, weird like that. Hey, we squad for life, man. We make it happen. We found it. <laughs> <laughs> I was proud of you doing something because you were sick with school when you graduated. <laughs>
1: you know it, man. You know better than anybody else. Uh-huh. Like, so you I said you want to do that. Bad. I'm like,
0: he found a purpose. Awesome. I'm yeah. anything I can do to help, I'm helping.
1: Because I was about to be the next drug kingpin. I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they said that crap about me in the sixth grade. All <laughs> right. <laughs> To this day, people laugh, like, but that hurt my little feelings. Like, why well, can't be a, a president, a lawyer? Why well, I got to be the big dope boy the feds looking for, because I'm smart. Yeah. Like, that's right. jacked up. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: you, you don't want to be average in this world. So whatever you do, you want to be above average.
0: Yeah. And You're ain't no best. women in prison, so I don't see the point of none of that crap. <laughs> right. Mm-mm. Now, how was it work with the CIA? Was that very interesting?
1: It was it was interesting, but if I tell you, I gotta kill you.
0: No, I ain't I ain't, I ain't asking them GA fast stuff. I'm just saying how was. It, it was generic- it was
1: interesting. Yes, it was definitely interesting. Okay. Six yeah. months at the CIA. One day I was at work
0: mm-hmm.
1: doing my job, and when I when I'm doing my job, I have to keep my eyes on the computer. Okay. And somebody walked up behind me and was talking to me, and he was like, "Hey." So Airman, I was an Airman at the time. He was okay. like, hey, Airman uh, Morris, how's it going? What you working on there? So I was explaining to him and everything and I couldn't turn around to see who it was. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I'm on my P's and Q's because I don't know who this who this voice is. Uh-huh. And then when he left, the guy, one of the guys in the room that was in the room with me was like, um, you know, that was uh, George Tennant. And I was like, who? He was like, you know George Tennant. I was like, the director? <laughs> he
0: was like, Yeah, that was the director okay. of the CIA. Yeah, I was like, that name sound familiar.
1: <laughs> like, oh.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> so some some of the fun stories from military life.
1: Fun stories?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The the That funnest... you can speak on. uh, (laughs) that's that's the beauty of having a job at intel like if you don't want to talk you can just use that cop out every time like i can't tell you i have to kill you but um korea was probably my funnest assignment because korea yeah because i had been i went to korea in 2000 when i was single okay and then I went again in 2012 from 2012 to 2014. So 11 years apart. 10, 10 11 years apart because I, I left Korea in 2001, went back mm-hmm. in 2012. So yeah, 11 years apart. And um, it was drastically different. I mean, night and day. Like, every you, you would think that well, I guess you could say the same thing about Detroit too. When I left Detroit I feel like everybody was so family oriented and like I knew every neighbor probably within a, from, from school craft to seven mile, you know, right. like it was a wide range. I knew so many people in Detroit and I could just go to anybody's house and it, it was very family oriented. When I went back after being gone for a few years, Detroit was a lot different. Like it didn't feel.
0: It was segregated. Yeah. It Everybody's was more segregated
1: more crime and and that kind of thing. But in Korea, Korea was essentially a third world country in 2000 to 2001 when I was there. When I would travel from Osan, Korea to Seoul, Seoul is the capital of Korea, I would, only things I would remember are a YKK, you know what YKK is, right? Mm -mm. So if you look on 90% of the zippers in America, YKK is written on it. Okay, they're they're manufactured in Korea, (laughs) and I would I would always see this YKK building. There used to be a Walmart. I don't know if it was a warehouse or what, but there was a Walmart in Korea that I remember. Okay, and it was nothing but rice fields the rest of the way to Seoul. Well, when I went back, there were cities built up in between there. There were malls. They got these huge malls. It was so much different so like just it was so much better than when I was there the first time and being single the first time was a completely different experience than being married the second time because I took my family with me my son graduated high school in Korea oh, okay he also uh, he he set a record in Korea he's the first kid at his high school to hit a grand slam in baseball wow yeah it was you know bases loaded he got he come up to bat and he's thinking, I just need to get one person home, and he cr- cranks it out the out the park. His home run.
0: You will think they've done that before. That's crazy. Yep.
1: <laughs> so he set a record at his high school, <laughs> first kid to hit a grand slam in, in baseball.
0: So when you say a third world country, what's conditions that makes it a third world country?
1: I always thought it was the conditions that made a country third world, to be honest, but I I actually looked that up recently, and it's a designation that countries put on themselves to enable to, in order to uh, get help from first world countries. So, if you're a third world country, you essentially are asking first world countries to help you improve your country. But, uh, if, going off the logic that you just said, man, like, it just looked very poor and okay uneconomical like it didn't seem like there were going to be they didn't have samsung factories or if they did <laughs> i didn't know about them cuz i don't i don't recall samsung being big in 2000 okay but like they did now they have you know hyundai and and kia are major major players in the car industry but back then they they weren't As big as they are now, and they actually have vehicle companies over there like Daewoo. Daewoo, I remember that used to make
0: TVs. (laughs) So I knew
1: I knew Daewoo from making Samsung makes cars over there. They got Samsung, Renaults. Okay. They have Kia K nines and K sevens. That car vehicles that we we would never even see in the states. I think I've seen a K nine since I've been back here. But uh I live in Hawaii and Hawaii is like baby Asia. Really? Yeah, it's there's a lot of Asian people in Hawaii.
0: That I did not know. Yeah. Now did any of the life lessons you learned in Detroit public schools help you Math. career? Math.
1: I like counting my money.
0: No, just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Scrooge <screws me>, McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're swimming in bucks, baby. <laughs> nah, <No. laughs>
1: no. um, but truth be told, math did help a lot in the uh intelligence world and in just having to deal with certain certain because I'm, I'm a computer nerd, as you know, and mm-hmm. like building computers and coding and that kind of thing you know this the math portion of it helps remember that thing we used to do um oh that was elementary school no so in elementary school we used to do like math war almost and you would basically say your times tables up to 12. so it was like and whoever messed up first lost and I got to, like, I got really good to the point where I could get to, like, seven or eight before I would mess it up. And it was essentially 2, 4, 6, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 22, 15, oh, yeah, 18, 21, 24, 27, 23, 23, 36, 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, 32, 36, 44, 44 48, huh. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 45, 45, 45, 45, 45,
0: 46, 6, 6, 12, 18, 24, 36. <laughs> You know, see, I messed okay. up. <laughs> okay. But, like, I used to be able to go to, like, eight before I would jack that up. <laughs> We used to have to write it down like bell work back in like fifth grade stuff. But say it said out loud. Ooh, I remember yeah. doing that one. Yeah, we used to
1: have to do that in elementary school. So like that prepped me for middle school very well. And I was like to this day, I'm really good at percentages and figuring out 30 percent of something. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people go in the store and they're like, that's 30 percent off and they can't do the math in their head. They got to pull out a calculator, which we all have in our pockets. So, so I don't fault them because.
0: Why, you know, work smarter and harder. Yeah, my math tutor Wayne State Yoda, she coached me up to get on that level. I was also in band flight in basic training. Band? <laughs> I played, yep. I played a, a
1: baritone horn. Okay. Quiet as kept. Like, people sleep on that band flight.
0: <laughs> huh. Well, yeah, you do see a lot of the military movies. and They have big ceremonies. You do have a band playing. Yeah,
1: so it. I, I mean, Detroit Public Schools. I started with the violin in element. I, I believe it was elementary. Might have been middle school. Well, you were in at guest too. Yep, Mr. Carruthers.
0: Yep. Yeah, I do remember seeing you, and you just had those white shirts. <laughs> I played
1: trumpet in a trumpet at guest. And I switched the baritone horn close to the end of guest and then I went back to trumpet and cat at cast and I switched I rotated between uh trumpet and baritone horn all through cast oh okay. and then when I went to Cooley, I didn't I don't remember I don't think I played at Cooley. I can't remember if I played it Cooley or not I don't think I did I thought I was too cool by then <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. played some trombone in there somewhere too. So some, I don't know if that was elementary or, so I'm, I'm a brass guy. So music, math, of course, English. I, I consider myself a better writer than I am a speaker. Okay, and I can proofread the hell out of anything. You you need something proofread? Give it to me.
0: Okay, I have to do that
1: so I was yeah very much so I think that our education because I didn't go to college prior to the military and I think I did pretty well for myself considering
0: oh you did awesome bro and I had to save your life back in the day <laughs>
1: oh my god <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, ain't, I, don't, I don't even know if I can say her name Boy she was ready to kill me <laughs> I <don't blame> her. <laughs> The look at your face was priceless
0: I'm like hey he good He cool people don't do that to him
1: Yes sir My man ever since Definitely thought I was dead <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can't believe it's been to me years later though Like wow
1: Definitely it's crazy how life just goes on Definitely.
0: Yeah, I I thought by now we had the Jetsons going on, man.
1: Yeah, who you telling?
0: You no, know, Back to the Future cars. We flying up in the clouds. We still on the ground.
1: I was just talking to somebody at work about that because he wants to buy. A, um, he actually there's a guy at my job that I don't know if he actually already owns a plane or he's buying a plane. I can't remember which, but uh, he's waiting on hangar space.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Uh,
1: yeah so he can't get his plane or he can't get his plane here or whatever the case is. And I was telling him, you know, we have the backs of the future shoes. We somewhat yeah. have the hub- hoverboard. <laughs> People are rolling around on these little, you know, swagways and <laughs> segue things, but we still don't have flying cars.
0: <laughs> I can't remember if it was the White Sox or Cubs that won the World Series. I mean, Ooh. they did something showing like what all came true from that movie when there was like 30 years or something from that year that it came out, or the timeline they said. And a had... lot of stuff did happen. Like, damn, that's crazy. Like the Simpsons, a lot of stuff they had actually came true. Right. Yeah, I I, I remember.
1: I'm sure there's somebody
0: jumping back and forth from the future to now. You never know, man. I mean, they true. Obama said he was working on an Iron Man suit. <laughs> You
1: haven't seen videos of that thing?
0: Oh, that! Oh, he wasn't playing around?
1: No. <laughs> oh, I thought
0: he was just being sarcastic. Oh, he for real?
1: No, there's a Iron Man suit. That joint, you can fly around. <laughs> it, it, you wow. You can't go very
0: high right He's now. learned something new today. <laughs> yeah, there's a
1: Iron Man suit. <laughs> so
0: he was straight serious. said, oh, no, we're working on it. Okay. Yeah. i to look it up. I mean, we got the technology out soon. We got a lot of smart people on the planet. Shouldn't be that hard to figure it out. The
1: functionality of it is kind of weird because they're... uh. The rockets are on the sleeves, so I can't imagine. I, I feel like that might break your arm, depending on how strong you are. If you can withstand a rocket pushing you off the ground, oh yeah, they don't they don't have them on the on your feet like Iron Man does. So.
0: Now if they did that, you know. They're trying to create the the super soldier serum.
1: Yeah, there's all kind of weird creations that people have made. There's a plane that that essentially is a car that flies, and it, the wings fold in, and you can park it in your garage. Wow. It doesn't go very far. You can get further in, in a Tesla.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of YouTube content creators be getting them since they've been doing well. Yeah, that's the new it car. Yeah, but you got one. A you know, flying car? No, a Tesla. Oh no, I don't have a Tesla. No. You you do. You still got your bike though, right?
1: Yeah, I have a. My, me and my wife both have ninjas.
0: Oh, fancy brother right here.
1: No, they're, they're regular bikes. These <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't fly or anything crazy. They're <laughs> <laughs> old ninjas.
0: So, how is it in Hawaii?
1: Hawaii is beautiful, man. I can't, I have no complaints. I live in a place that people come to vacation. Like, that's what more could you ask for? Unfortunately, I can't stay here forever because I have family and, and such back in the States, but so I'll, I'll be leaving here eventually, but I just, I want to make the best of it while I'm here. Finish my education. I'm about five classes away from graduating.
0: My okay. information
1: technology degree. So well, where looking you look to move to? We do uh, somewhere down South.
0: Okay.
1: To be determined depends on if my, my company can, uh, transfer me and whatnot somewhere over there. Okay. Shout out to Raytheon Technologies. That's who I work for.
0: (laughs) Okay. Good company, I assume.
1: Yeah, they're good. They've been a defense contractor forever.
0: Oh, look, you about to be a lobbyist next. (laughs) Oh, no, man. (laughs)
1: When you do 22 years, 7 months to
0: 17 days in
1: the military, you don't want to do that kind of stuff anymore. You just want to mind your business, do your <laughs> job, and collect your paycheck. Yeah. I've the already you said
0: that you've seen enough stuff, so you know what? I'm man, cool. I've
1: given back to the world as much. I mean, I still got some more to give, I guess, but, like, you just... When you have, like, 50-something troops, and, you know, you have big flights to lead, like it,
0: it can be a... a a bit draining. Now, how do you deal with when you were in command of people? The pressures of that?
1: Uh a lot of help, really, to be honest, like having good people under and over and family. So, you got to have good troops under you that can keep up when you're not at your best like people that can maintain things and make sure things are going as planned when you're not at your best and then you gotta have people over you taking care of you making sure that you are spending time with your family and and not you know stressing out about the slightest things like because it is it can be overwhelming it seems like there's never a dull moment when you when you lead 50 plus people it's that's fifty plus personalities. That's fifty plus mm-hmm. families because you inherit their family problems, and, and you know, probably thirty of those people have kids, and,
0: <laughs> it's, and they might need to be a counselor for the day, to get their mind right, so we can exactly get on task. It's I need to that, focus.
1: It's a thankless job too because it, it, there's most people won't even say thank you for the things you did, and you just you just got to do it, make sure that. Your folks are taken care of and do it willingly and do it and hope that, you know, everything goes well because it ain't always a good day every day. And some days you don't even want to be at work, but you put a smile on your face. You go in and you do your best and sometimes you get there and the people that you work with can make things better or they can make things work way worse. And it's it's just
0: the same over here. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah for okay, the most part I, I worked with some great people and they were able to because to, I have a bubbly personality as it is I think at least I mean I'm sure I made some enemies along the way but hopefully I didn't make too many and I, I didn't seem to piss off too many people I was able to you know I don't know, yeah, you know my, was bones along the way
0: yeah I got getting so I's been upbeat now, how was the adjustment when you came back? like Even from the desert war or...
1: you mean from deployments and such?
0: yeah, like since you retired how was how has that been adjusting always at home now with your wife? <laughs> always at home, nothing <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's funny? I
1: actually work um in the same building that I was in when I was in the military, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, so I I retired on, you know, on a Friday, I took the uniform off and I went back to work the next Monday in civilian clothes, <laughs> wearing slacks and a polo. <laughs> and it's, it, for the most part, it's been great. Like, it, it's kind of crazy that people people can see that the military had worn me down to my very last bit by the time I, it was time for me to retire. Because when I came back as a civilian, I came back with, you know, grinning ear to ear <laughs> and, and it was very uh-huh. noticeable. And, I, and I, I didn't even do it on purpose or anything. It was just like, I was happy, so happy to be, it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders when you retire. No lie. It is literally like the retirement ceremony itself was even stressful. I almost didn't want to have a, a retirement ceremony because it's, like the planning for it and being, I'm not a public speaker. Like this, this works out great for me, what we're doing here because I'm not in front of folks and, and that kind of thing. But like, I'm, I had to make my speech, you know, I tried to make my speech as short as I could <laughs> without leaving, <laughs> without leaving anybody out. But my, you know, my mom flew in and my, my uh, cousin and yeah, I was mad. I couldn't make it out. Yeah, my daughter in law like is is, mad. my son and my daughter in law literally, got on the island about ten minutes into my retirement ceremony. Like that's how close they were pushing it, and I had to get somebody for my job. Thank you, Brianna for <laughs> going to pick up my son and because I couldn't go get him. <laughs> it was so yeah, crazy. Yeah, you, you I was already right on stage speaking and, and they, they pull up and I'm like, oh, there they go. I was so excited to see him.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, he used to teach, he was a um, basketball coach.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. Sitting in front of the trophy right now for my basketball days. <laughs>
0: All
1: right, that was, that was some beautiful stuff. Like They were doing
0: it. Yeah, doing my team went undefeated. Oh, you got some coaching skills in
1: you. Nah, they were just good. <laughs> 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 I was a horrible coach. <laughs> <laughs> I had those girls teaching me how to coach. They was like, I, I'm like, uh, so what do we do? They're like, so first we got to run these drills. I'm like, all right, Monica, go up there and do that. <laughs> 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 Callie, you run that drill.
0: Always no, delegating, right? That's how so you been one. watching sports.
1: Uh I catch a game here and there, but I, I haven't been big on sports since Detroit always seems to let me down. Uh, like
0: man, now uh, which which one? <laughs> ain't, ain't that bother?
1: <laughs> right? You right? You right?
0: You right? Are you it talking was, about that abuse relationship? The Lions,
1: mostly the Lions. Yes, like <laughs> I, I don't even know why. It's I silly, I but to I keep believe
0: like the Miracle Thirty Fourth movie. Man. They're gonna do it this year. They they eight and two, and oh man, what the happened?
1: You know what sucks about the Lions? Like I will watch a Lions game, and we'll be winning for the first three quarters of the
0: game. There are yep. games
1: where we are literally ahead by fourteen to twenty one points going into the fourth quarter, and still find a way to lose. Bro, I
0: had I had bought back in a few years ago doing accounting class. Stop mm. doing my homework, like. Man, we, we we actually can do something this year. Right. Up 21. Okay, we got this in the bag. 10 minutes left. Did I just see them run that back? Right. Okay, that's, that's one off. That's I'm just honest.
1: one. That's a one off. They're going to get, you know, every dog has this day. They're going to score sometime.
0: He just threw intercepts. He ran. Wait, that's, that's, that's another. Oh, no. Nah, come on, man. Okay. Y'all got to get okay. it. Together. Okay, that's 14. We still got the lead. Right. Why they call it? I'm cussing at the TV. <laughs> I'm like, come on, I was wrong with you. Like, you exactly. The they do it to me every time. I'm done. I'm yep. done. Yep. And it like, got, nope, got,
1: got so bad last year. I started watching Bears games. Put it like that. Oh wow. I was like, I'm done with the Lions for now. Like, I, I just, and when they got rid of Matt Patricia and the the general manager, I was like, all right, I can give them another chance. But like, I already know going into the season, it's not gonna be great. We we're a rebuilding team at this point. Like we thought we were a rebuilding team before. Nah, this is like a complete experiment that they're doing this year. Because you I mean, get ready. One
0: year they're gonna win a Super Bowl. I don't know what year that is.
1: And Matt, like, I hate that Matt Stafford had to take the brunt of the blame. But that's the ju- that's what happens when you're the quarterback, man. Like it's yeah. the same way when you're in charge of a flight in the military. You gonna you got to take the blame as much as you take the praise. So,
0: I mean, some games I did watch. He would get a little reckless with his throws,
1: dude. It doesn't matter trying to trying to <laughs> win on
0: his own because I, I get it. You you sick of losing? You gotta try to do something.
1: I no, it. it doesn't matter how much you can score if the other team can outscore you. It's t- it's completely the defense's fault. Ninety percent of the time when we lost. <laughs> we, we there's no way you score forty points and still lose. It's it's the defense's fault. I'm sorry. You have to be able to stop people from scoring.
0: That's the compelling point. You're right.
1: So I, I totally don't blame Matt Stafford for wanting to leave. I'm glad he's getting a shot somewhere else because I, I would like to see him see how he does
0: with another team, to be honest. He got um, a shot with the Rams. They got everything but a quarterback. He could be the missing piece. Exactly. And that um, would really sting if he won the Super Bowl, though. It, it
1: wouldn't sting me because he's uh, he's lying alumni at this point. He's been with us for so long, and I wish yeah. – I would have liked to see Barry Sanders go somewhere and potentially get a ring or a Calvin Johnson. Like it, it's sad that those guys had to retire because it's yeah. kind of frowned upon more in the NFL to do what Matt Stafford did.
0: Yeah. LeBron
1: made it normal in the NBA.
0: <laughs> like you got
1: championship rings with what,
0: two, three teams. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the guys greatest gifts, but I'll wait for him to leave my team. Yeah, he's, he's got rings with
1: three teams now, so, I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he I, I argue my barber, who is a LeBron fan, like, dude, I can't root for my team because he's over there. He got a <laughs> bunch of old fuddy-duddies. I'm like, you only got a small window with these veterans because they're only good at a few things. So, you might get one or two rings, and then we back to rebuilding. Magic yeah. was building for the future. Where I could look at five or six potential chances. We only got a few with you and these veterans, man.
1: What do you think about um uh curry? What do you think? Do you think curry still has a shot with Golden State at winning another title,
0: or you think they're done? Yeah. I was watching them and it was clear we packing this in for the season. Cause Clay ain't here. We need to get another piece or two. We're gonna call it good. I watched Steph Curry say the hell, what you talking about. My mom and wife know watches. I ain't getting my head beat in by 40 points every damn night.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
0: started playing, got in the tournament. If they was a little more smarter, they probably could have got farther. So he showed, if you follow me, we can do something. So they, they need a big man.
1: They definitely they, need, a man. need a big man. You still need
0: a big man. I don't care what they about the three-point shooting. You got to yeah. have someone to get the big man to foul trouble and open up the line. Yeah. They get him a big man and maybe a veteran come off the bench and clay is healthy. Oh, he will be back in the finals. Absolutely. Definitely. I was I I, I watched him. He's exciting to watch.
1: He is. And I think he's one of the best. But like I I don't know, man. Like I don't want him to be so dedicated to to that one team. I, I, I get it.
0: He can't go anywhere else though, man.
1: People people want him to be a, a I mean he, a warrior he for life his
0: basketball. Everybody wants yeah. to shoot threes like Steph.
1: He de- He definitely changed basketball.
0: And they don't like to talk about him in terms of Jordan because everybody wants to dunk like Jordan. Everybody shoot threes like Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. he didn't got two $200 million deals. Where can he go? And it's like, dude, man, you'll go to State Ward, dude. What you doing over here? He got to stay over there. That's like Kobe would have left. Like, where you playing at now? I know you old, but you are like, yeah, and the way they market him, he he, he can't be a piston.
1: <laughs> yeah, he can't be a Blake Griffin. Huh?
0: Nah, but that was short lived, and he was number one pick over him back then. And that's gonna be like a funny story now. Like, well, he was number one pick that draft over Steph Curry. Well, they thought he wasn't much. His ankles was bad. He kept grinding, got better. He Blake still be had better. a little moment, and then he got hurt. And, he he's gonna be a good role player. I mean, Brooklyn should get at least one title.
1: Dude, look at Brooklyn was smashing fools this year. I was I was kind of mad that he wasn't killing it like that with the Pistons because I was like he he also called oh, he backed
0: it in. it in. Yeah, he was <laughs> like I'm
1: good. I'm just here, so I won't get fined. That was
0: uh-huh. I mean, at least we got fun. some new picks now where we're gonna build, and they talking like we want to build the championship culture back. So we got people who want to be here. Cause yeah. he jumping for rebounds and dunking like yeah you do nothing to here collecting the chest. So <laughs> it's still it's still a paycheck. I me. Mean. Detroit ain't that bad of an organization. To come what
1: to Are, what did you, like you just say
0: to me? But Detroit not a bad organization. The Pistons.
1: But well, Detroit been so bad for so long. There was a point before Blake Griffin got to to the Pistons. I didn't know a single Pistons player's name. Not one. <laughs> If you but didn't they, live, they play Detroit, hard. If you didn't live in Detroit, like and and I watched a couple of games that year and it was like, <laughs> wait, who who are these guys? It was like watching junior junior varsity, man. It was, but they play hard though. Play they hard and it. win is two different things. Like you need to win some games, but you can't be out here with no twelve and sixty something <laughs> records. <laughs> you got seventy losses.
0: You got seventy. What what was the point of you showing up, bro? You got seventy losses. Come on. I mean, you know, Detroit has been revitalized and stuff to do. It's a lot of beautiful women. They got money. They might be down there gambling, and partying.
1: That don't make no sense. It's sad, is what it is. They they got the Pistons, the Lions, and the Tigers, and the Red Wings all in the D now. And all the teams are horrible now, except the Red Wings. Well
0: yeah, I mean, they always win a title, so we 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 they always get a pass because they they the most recent champion. Tigers have been to a few World Series not too long ago.
1: Yeah, they have, but like, it's just sad that all of our teams finally make it to the D. Because quite as kept, I don't think the average person knew that the Detroit Pistons played in
0: Auburn Hills and the the Detroit Lions played in Pontiac. Those are not Detroit, <laughs> but oh, that malice in the palace crap. Detroit, y'all heard like, no, that was in the suburbs where they was fighting with the, exactly. the players. That wasn't us. We know better to go out there doing that. we get shot by the cops. Hell yeah. So that wasn't us. That was the people who could afford them front row tickets fighting with the players. Yep. But that was the rap. Oh, in Detroit, like, no, that's Auburn Hills, Michigan. Get it? Don't that get it twisted. No. We, we, it know, we know what it Auburn is. Auburn Hills. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a better arena, though, in my opinion, compared
1: to Little Caesars. You know what's crazy? I've never been to it. I've never been to an NBA game.
0: Uh my brother had tickets when we played Steph Curry now. And the pistons was balling. They almost beat him. Dang. And Steph, he really do hit them shots all over the court. I'm like, wow, I'm looking at it in real life. This dude really, he really is doing that. This ain't made up. It ain't
1: photoshopped. <laughs> all right. This ain't
0: photoshopped. <laughs> you like ain't not ain't no way. Oh my god, he made it.
1: It's not CGI.
0: <laughs> this ain't NBA jam is the shoes. <laughs> I would love
1: I need to go to an NBA game. I've been to a Lions game. I went to a Lions I went to my first Lions game in 2012, dude. Okay. I was born in 78. I
0: <laughs> was the Lions though, you know. Yeah, Did but you enjoy like
1: enjoy it. I, oh, I loved it. We we actually won the game was against uh uh San Diego Chargers and we we went downtown after the game and was in the streets yelling, playoff, playoff. Because <laughs> it was the game that got us in the playoffs. And then we lost okay. the next game, of course.
0: <laughs> okay. okay, I got
1: you. Well, but, yeah, that was exciting. I
0: prefer to to the commentary than just seeing them throw the ball around. Basketball, a little different. Like, even when we went to WWE events, it's more better hearing the commentary just seeing them falling on the mat. Oh,
1: really? <laughs> no, wrestling was cool. I used to. I've been to more wrestling matches than I've been to to uh pro other sports games.
0: Dude, we went to the Hell in a Cell a few years ago at Little Caesars. When Shane Man got on the top of that cage, we was way up with the seats, but we were looking eye line at him like, oh my god, he is not about. To... Oh my god, he, is he dead? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out. Me and my brother, his grandson, like, oh my god, he leaped off the top. And missed, but he got up. Like seeing it on video is different in life. Like, oh my God. Yeah, that, it, it was, it he probably jumped.
1: looked like that. Was that supposed to happen?
0: <laughs> yeah, he do a signature, do his cross, like, okay, I'm giving it to the Lord. Hope I come out of this. Like, and he just, whew, The whole crowd lost their mind. Like, oh my God, this dude jumped. Right. But the event, the crowd do be live. I see why they keep coming back to Detroit. Yeah, definitely. Crowd show them love. Now, when Rockman was wrestling, went to some events, that was bananas. Have you been to any hockey matches? No, I got checked one. I heard those are dope, too. Yeah, they crazy. I know my older brother used to do the parking that when they were winning in the 90s. He said it was bananas. Yeah. Loud as hell whenever they scored. Yep. Chaos. And every time a fight
1: breaks out, everybody's trying to run down towards the, <laughs> the-, uh- the
0: glass. Dude, Red Wings Avalanche, you knew they was gonna fight. Yeah, I watched all them playoffs here. Like, oh, they man, just throw the puck out the way, let them fight, get it out their system. They don't like it until they've been talking smack in the media, and sure enough, the next five minutes they just fight. Right, but now they trying to take a lot of that out of the sport, just get it more pure, up and down scoring the hockey puck. Mm-hmm. But we're American. We love we love thug stuff. <laughs> right. Is baseball out there a lot in Hawaii?
1: Actually, we don't have any pro sports teams, but the uh, Pro Bowl is here every year or every other year,
0: I believe. What about the college teams out there?
1: They have – People go uh, to those uh,
0: events?
1: University of Hawaii plays at the Aloha Stadium where they do the Pro Bowl. But um, other than University of Hawaii, sometimes they have basketball games. Like they had a Georgetown – who did Georgetown play? Okay. Kansas, I think Georgetown played Kansas. I went to some college game here. It was pretty cool, but it wasn't like a pro sports to me. Yeah, you know, now they
0: changed rule where they players can make money now in in NCAA off their likeness, which should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, i haven't seen that. Yeah, they they were they were pimping the crap out of them kids. And granted, you get an education, but your school shouldn't make almost hundred million off the Fab Five, for example.
1: Yeah, it's one thing if your school makes hundred thousand and nobody's getting paid, but when your school, when the coaches are making eight million, come on,
0: bro. And they don't criticize to, and, you, and you eating ramen noodles. Something wrong. Like, like for a minute, you had a lot of college football coaches go recruit. I'm mean, help raise your son up. Oh, Oh, fifty million, five years. Oh, coach left. Like, and y'all ain't gonna demonize him like a player. Right? How's that cool? Hmm, okay. Oh, well, that's just a business decision. Like, so that kid want to get a few pink How about his mom who in a struggling neighborhood? Why is he a demon?
1: Do you think the Ball brothers had anything to do with them changing the rules?
0: Now, I know you had the um the O'Bannon brother, the older brother, he had filed a lawsuit years ago. Mm. But you just kept seeing too much hypocrisy that even a lot of what Jay Bayless, I think it's him mm-hmm. from ESPN. And if you ought to just really start talking now, like, okay, wait a minute. It's blatant what y'all doing, and you ain't giving them nothing. Yeah. You can't have behind amateurism, man. Well, they get an education, but you, you bring it in millions now. Like, hold yeah. on. They need to get a piece of this. And football, basketball funds, everything else. All the other this sports kid. can go make money on the side, and it's no problem. But them two sports, you were saying they can't do it. Like, come on, man.
1: There was this kid who was a kicker. I forget what college team he was about to go to, or if he if, if he even went to college. But um, he he's friends with like Terrell Owens and Ocho Cinco and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, he has his own YouTube channel, and he was you know documenting his journey to college. And they gave him an ultimatum and was like, either you could shut down your YouTube channel or you can't go to school, NCW. <clears throat> and I, I believe he chose his YouTube channel. I don't think he ever... And I don't know if he's considering going to college still or if he went... Pro- I'm going to have to look into it, but it was somebody I I started watching like a couple of years ago, and I I kind of stopped watching because I got interested in other things and the internet okay. is so fast, you know.
0: Now, I do think... When you started seeing more like potential NBA draft picks going to the G League, or I'm gonna go elsewhere mm-hmm. and make some money, I think that started forcing their hand too. Like, okay,
1: yeah, that's why I say the Ball brothers because that you know leangelo went to Turkey and Lamelo Le- had his own shoe company before mm-hmm. he went to the NBA, kind of thing. And he was like, "I'm, I'm, we're not doing it your way. Like, we're just gonna do what we want to do." And-
0: and they laughed at his dad and them, but all three kids in the NBA right now.
1: Yep. Well, two. I don't know if Le- no, Leandro.
0: Yeah, he's playing with Charlotte.
1: They well, I heard that he said that they, they, Jordan said he had a spot with him, but I don't know if he actually got picked up or not.
0: Yeah, I know he had like a ten day or two ten day contracts, but I did see that he would was, was playing with him for the summer league, probably okay. trying to keep his brother happy because, I mean, he he's nice. Like his dad said, he the best one. And if he's going to put the butts in the seats and his contract up, well, we bring your brother over here, you will stay. Yeah. Because Jordan ain't been keeping star talent down there. Nah. I don't know if you want to pay him or something or what the issue is, but they'd be hot for a minute, make the playoffs, and then they back at the bottom because everybody left. Yeah, LaMelo cold, though. Oh, yeah. He do it effortless, effortlessly, too. Like, dang, he really do got eye for where you at. And you don't see that. Anymore. Everybody want to be Jordan with give me the ball. Like, pass ball is fluid. Pass the ball. It's yeah. better to watch. Everybody involved. You got to competition. Not know, oh, you're going to take 40 shots.
1: Hey, that's 40. why I try not to get caught up in the GOAT conversations, man. Everybody's a GOAT. They all GOATs in their own way. Leave it alone. Let it go.
0: Yeah, but you got to talk about something in the barbershop, man. Come on.
1: Yeah, but, like, man, like, people be arguing over this Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, and then they have they have flawed logic every time. Well, who got the most championships? Uh, Bill Russell. <laughs> like, yeah. Dog, like, that's my
0: go-to. And they're like, oh, man, that's 60. So what? He was at the only VIP table with, and he was a player coach. Yeah. Like, now, Jordan was the best of the 90s, but overall he ain't number one because he only got six.
1: Uh, that's why I that say they—they're they're all goats in their own way and eras and such. Like,
0: yeah, but you know, Jordan, to
1: Jordan used to get beat down by the Detroit Pistons. Jordan went into the gym because of us. <laughs> like, yep. you like, they not, just made it. we not taking freeball. this
0: again. Yeah. So. Well, you'll be fouled
1: if they if LeBron got hit like the same way Jordan did. I'm not sure LeBron would be as is close to,
0: yeah. Having, I mean, a lot of these players probably could have played back then. They really hit you because that's not what they came up in. They they probably could adapt it to it, you know. I mean, that breaks down your
1: body too. You having injuries and getting beat up every day.
0: Yep, like some people I know love Tom Brady. He's a great talent, but he's a system player
1: and he's a pocket quarterback. He's Mm -hmm. not get get Tom Brady out here running, and you're gonna see like if Tom Brady went
0: to the Lions, I don't think he'd be Tom Brady. Oh, he would—he would be dead because that O line is gonna get him murdered. Mm-hmm. And people don't look at the system that Belichick created for him, allow him to grow, to see the greatness that's in him. Yeah. And plus, they cheat a little bit too, but people don't like talk about that. Like, okay, we're gonna overlook that. You no, know, my boy Joe Montana didn't have to cheat. Hey, man, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. See, see, that's that bull jack right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that bull jack right there. You- <laughs> Yeah, no, don't don't That's get, ma- don't right, get right, mad, don't get mad. Cheat better. If you if you the point.
0: lions cheat better. Yeah, we we just have we we need to get Belichick to help us with that then because they don't just get the talent right.
1: I was reading up on uh some history about the NFL and apparently Belichick was a I believe a, an assistant coach or something something like that for the Detroit Lions back in the day. Oh wow,
0: probably was before he, he was beat,
1: somehow he... associated with the Detroit Lions back in the day.
0: I can see that. So I forgot he was the core, the defensive coordinator for LT. They won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. They had that dog-ass defense. But that was when football was football. They went after the quarterback. You can't touch him now.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can, but.
0: Oh, they're going to be 15 and a fine suspension. <laughs> yeah. They're the face of the lead. That's the bread and butter. You better put him down like a baby. Don't even hit him. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Then they're going to demonize Cruc- you all the sports. They're going
1: to crucify your butt.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the money. Don't mess it up. Yeah. Even though they overpaid now. I mean, you ain't worth no $50 million unless you're going to win me a Super Bowl same year. I'm sorry. I
1: don't
0: know, man. I'm, I'm biased. I mean, get your money, though. I get That's the market. Yeah, that's the market. Well, Big Joe, this has been awesome, bro. A lot of great content. Someone that might want to join the military got a lot of info from you. Appreciate you doing the pod.
1: Hey, I appreciate you.
0: Yes, sir. I'm going this outro at the play, then it's going to cut off. Till next time, everybody have a great weekend. All right, man. Joy brings me joy in me. Can nothing stop me?